Welcome to the Play Too Much Podcast. Chris just handed me a glass of Superman superhero water. Anyway, my name I've is Mark. I've got a penguin coffee mug. This is Mark and Alana. Clearly, we are very professional here. Yeah. That's yeah, a- mine's not like a fucking half-ass penguin coffee mug either. Like, mine is carved out like penguin as if like a penguin's head like the crown of his head was cut off and someone was like i'll use you for a mug now that penguin is is morbidly obese (laughs) if chris christie was a penguin that's what it would look like (laughs) i'm drinking out of (laughs) chris christie and a penguin's uh love child can i call that mug the governor no one (laughs) you could call it whatever you want all right the governor settled Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> anyway, what are we playing today to kick off the show, Alana? We are playing. Uh, drrr, that was me drum rolling. Colleen Green TV. It's not Colleen Green T. It's her name is Colleen Green, and the song is called TV. TV is my friend, and it has been with me every day. From an early age TV is my friend And it has been Always there for me In time of need
That was Colleen Green with TV. I honestly heard that song for the first time last night, just searching around the internet, and I loved it. Um, it reminds me a lot of a band from the 90s called Veruca Salt. Interesting and en- Interestingly enough, I used to live in St. Louis for a while, and my mom became friends with Louise Post's mom. Who is Lu- Okay. Louise Post is the singer of Veruca Salt. Okay. Totally random, but I found that out one day, and I was really excited. So all of you Veruca Salt fans out there, Big ups. They're awesome. Nobody in this room other than me knew who Veruca Salt was. And I am pointing you all out right now. Yeah, what are we because playing next? Veruca Salt is a memorable character from the classic film Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Also true, but they're also an amazing all-chick band. I believe they're all chicks. But they were inspired. Like, wouldn't it be better to know of, you know, where the inspiration was taken from? The band name, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but you should also know who the band is. But we're not that disappointing. Like, they're, you know. It's debatable. I'm pretty disappointed. All right, guys. I'm trying to I'm trying to pull for us. What if Veruca Salt are listening right now and they're like, listening to you just talking about how nobody cares about you. It's about your name. Veruca, guys, I'm on a level with you. I'm sure you're great. And I have a lot of friends from Chicago. Um, you're just reading about them online right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the, that was like the least natural <laughs> fact check. I'm getting educated, and you guys should be flattered about it. Um, but I'm sure that if we like hung out in person, I would really like you all. Um, this is upsetting. So we're going to play well, a song by yeah. Veruca Salt. This is the classic song, Seether, by Veruca Salt. Everybody turn up the volume on your listening device, because it's a classic song.
like that. That's like Veruca that Salt. Let's see um, there. But uh, I'm going to call you on your shit. You said it was an all-lady uh, band, and there are two guys in it. So, oh, really? what the fuck? Yeah. Jim Shapiro and Steve Lack. I think they did a great job, though. Maybe That's it was just in my fantasies they were an all-female uh, That is very, very valid, but I think. shout-out to whoever's in the band, because that shout song is awesome. Shout-out to Jim and Steve. That's what I like to call a Hebrew school carpool song, that it just reminds <laughs> me of just going to Hebrew school in the van Who with a bunch of to Hebrew school. Oh, uh, we had a whole thing going on in my neighborhood. Um, a few months back, Chris, um, our founder, not at all reading this off an iPad right now. Chris, our founder, <laughs> did a, an interview with Hi Ho Silvero, and uh, we're gonna throw it over to that. So enjoy, guys. And the name of the band is Hi Ho Silvero, and the musician that I'm talking to today is a guy named Casey Trella. Uh, Casey, you're there. I am. And I guess the first question I wanted to ask are, what do you think are your influences as a band? Hmm. Um, like musical influences? Yeah. Let's we'll start there. Um. Well, I think there's a few that I usually name uh, for this question that I have loaded, which are Bruce Springsteen. I think, especially in his performance style. That's what I try to emulate in my mind. And then Tom Petty, I think, in the style that he writes songs. That's who I uh, channel a lot of times and who I listened to growing up a lot, and Roy Orbison. Uh, but then I think there's probably a lot of subliminal influences that work their way in. I listen to a lot of just pop radio growing up, um, and then I listened to new rock alternative radio when I got cooler. Uh, so there's stuff like, Paula Cole that's in my mind and Sean Colvin and other Lilith Fair uh, artists and then uh, probably all sorts of stuff that I don't even remember. I know that I listened to Ben Folds 5 uh, for like six years straight through high school and middle school so that's probably in there too. Uh, yeah so there's a ton. What do you think what do you think besides besides the music is an influence of yours because it seems like you guys have um, a lot of really creative artwork and designs on your on your covers which i find really beautiful and fascinating yeah roxy um who plays guitar and sings in the band uh does all the artwork uh for the most recent stuff and she could name some influences she has a really cool blog called movies in color uh that you should check out and she also has a website called roxymakesthings.com where she probably lists more of her personal artistic influences. Um, I know that, yeah, there's a ton of uh, different stuff coming in. I know that we're all kind of tuned into the comedy world right now um, and have been for a while. So I think that filters in in the way that we perform maybe and the way we try to present ourselves and present our shows uh, just in terms of I think comedians – tend to do a better job than musicians a lot of times at our level of addressing the crowd and the situation they're in and saying, hey, we're all here together and really being aware of the crowd and uh, what they're bringing to the show and trying to make use of that. Uh, so I think, you know, like uh, Pete Holmes is a comedian that we all really like a lot and are listening to. Um, we're all big WTF fans and... Uh, Oh fuck yeah, man! Yeah. I love I love WTF. Yeah. I actually listen to that every every morning on my on my bike ride to uh, to the office. So that's that's cool. Big shout out to Mark. Maron. Yeah, Mark Marin's great. We live kind of close to him, uh, so if he can hear us uh, from the house now, 
Um, he From should invite us yeah, over. Him and, uh, <laughs> yeah, him, him and his cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, fuck yeah, cool. Um, that's really interesting that you guys talk about like comedy being being a big influence for you guys because I feel like you know a lot of bands by today's standards or or musical projects are are things that revolve around either one member of of a group or are just done more with the focus of recording uh, as opposed to the live show. Um, you know, and, and that element of comedy uh, is so raw, and, and you can't really fake that. You know, some people are, are YouTube comedians or YouTube sensations, but that's it. But but the fact of being a live performer and essentially a jester for a crowd of people is very tough. Um, do you think that has influenced your live show quite a bit? And I mean, do you guys think that you're better performers as a result of paying attention to comedians? Yeah, totally. I've had times. Uh, I had one time a couple summers ago where I was driving to a show and I was by myself all day and I was just playing a solo show. And in the car, I was just listening to comedy podcasts and just getting, I think it just ingrained sort of a rhythm of speaking in my mind. And I felt like my banter was really on point that night. And uh, since then, I've been like kind of connecting the dots more uh, between maybe how we present ourselves uh, so yeah, I think we're, it's the main, the main thing is just, yeah, being aware of the audience that you're performing for and talking to them. And cause we've always wanted to make a connection with the audiences, uh, we're playing for. And I think comedians now that I think things for in co- the comedy world are turning towards, uh, people really wanting a real, uh, story from a person and, a an earnest, uh, honest kind of comedy. And, uh, we try to present earnest music. And uh, so I think those two worlds are coming together a little bit in the way that they're presenting themselves. So that's something that we're definitely thinking about a lot. I have a question. Um, you know, I'm a really big fan of Big Rocks. And uh, and I think my favorite track on the entire release, I don't know, it's probably a, a tie between High Tide Eye or High Tide One and, uh, and Gone Straight From My Head. Yeah. And I, w- I was kind of curious... Um, when I listened to that at first, and, and it was pretty recently, and I know that this is a release that you guys put out a little while ago, so my introduction to the band is is fairly new. Did you guys did you guys write this together? I mean, is it is it was it something that was written and performed together as a band, or is it something that was written by by one or two members and then you know, kind of like uh, taught to the other guys? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that the way that we work is I always come in with sort of the base of the song written and big rocks especially was the first album where we were working as a full unit where i was not just for the very first album it was just me playing guitar and singing and recording all of that and uh for big rocks we were actually in more of a band form with four people and we were playing the songs live and working them out and people were bringing in their own parts and uh, their own harmonies and that sort of thing. We were all just mixing it together and really working it out live a lot more before it went to the studio um, or the bedroom, I guess, is more accurate. How, how long did it take you guys to work on this and, and what was going on at the time? I mean, were you guys were you guys a band before this album came out and were you guys playing at all? Or Yeah, I moved to Los Angeles from North Carolina about six years ago and... I just graduated college and was going through some relationship stuff, relationships ending and, you know, college ending and figuring out what I was doing with my life. And I moved to Los Angeles and I started playing under the name Hi-Ho Silvero. And it was more of a bedroom recording project, just setting up a mic and getting songs out um, as quick as I could. 
uh, and it still takes me a long time to, I think I sort of write the songs while I'm recording them. So there's a lot of tweaking and messing around with things, but it was supposed to be just getting the songs out and then letting them be done and, uh, on recording and kind of leaving them there. And then, uh, found people to play with and flush the songs out a little bit more, uh, in a live setting. And we played together and, started writing new songs uh, and that was about two years there's I was just living in this house in LA and there's a mix of people that I moved out with from North Carolina and then some new people coming in we were meeting in LA and bringing back to the house and the hi-ho is meant to just be a way to bring in new friends and be able to play with new people uh, and so that's what it was and then in the last couple of years it settled into the formation that we have now there's four of us and uh, I'm still bringing in the base of the song and the lyrics, and then we're just kind of hammering it out um, and playing it in the practice space and bringing it to live shows and really figuring out how the song works and uh, how we want to play it. When you were bringing people into the house, and, and you know, were you showing them the songs that you had like recorded, or were you, would you play them for them? I mean, how yeah. was it when you recruit when you recruited the other three members? I mean, what what was that like? What was it like being bringing Roxy in or, or bringing the other guys in the band in? Yeah, at first it was really funny because we were just using whatever we had. We didn't have a full drum kit out in LA, so we just had whatever drum pieces we had, and we were sticking snare drums on top of chairs and just kind of making makeshift drum kits and <laughs> we didn't have a bass guitar or a bass amp so we were playing uh a chord keyboard through a amp but only playing like low notes on it and uh the guitar player was a friend of mine and uh just really enthusiastic and was just kind of picking up guitar for the first time in a while and uh so it was just all of us really excited about playing music and I would show them the songs and kind of what I thought, and then they would bring their own things into. Uh, so it was always a collaboration, but I think I, it was definitely me kind of like bringing a group of people together and be like, hey, let's try this out this way. And uh, yeah, just meeting more people through that world and through the comedy world too. Um, through Upright Citizens Brigade here, one of the guys was doing improv there and um, was bringing in a lot of people and bringing people back. Um, we all had similar mindsets and kind of music that we were listening to is the same. Uh, yeah, so the group expanded, and then it's just slowly uh, become this group now, and there's none of the original people who were playing in the band are in it now. It's all newer folks. Uh, I think Kevin's been in the longest, the bass player, and he's been in uh, for the last four years or so, and then uh, Roxy has been in the last couple of years and Chris, uh, just started drumming about a year ago. And, uh, yeah. So I can't remember. Do you see it? Do, do you see it as being a, a band where the, where the door, where the door will keep, uh, revolving over time? I don't know. I, I think about that a lot now because I'm really happy, uh, with the band setup. And I think I always have been, I've never, uh, forced it to change I don't think it's kind of just been a natural revolution uh, so I don't know I'm I really like the way that it is right now and it feels really good and natural so I'm not going to do anything to change it uh, or to like <laughs> kick people out or it may expand or bring more people in to try new things out but uh, yeah I don't know I, I don't have any immediate plans to throw anybody out and I think everybody feels invested and excited about where we're going. And uh, 
I love it. And I love the people. They're some of my best friends now. Chris interviewing the band Hi Ho Silvero. 
Um, guys, I'm having a hard time because I just love playing with microphone wires. And I think I'm causing a ruckus. Um, but anyways, if you don't care about that, but you still care about us, follow us on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Alanasaurus. Or you can follow Play Too Much at We Play Too Much. Or you can follow Mark Ooh. at Shankletown. It's fun. We're having fun. Uh, next song I'm going to play is by the Chromatics, and it's called I Can Never Be Myself When You're Around. <sighs> and I think we've all felt that one time or another when, you know, we have that brush of true love when we see a stranger on the train and, you know, your hands touch and you never see them again. And then there's a restraining order. Okay.
All right, welcome back. That was the Chromatics with "I Can Never Be Myself When You're Around," which I like the song. I don't like the song title, but the song is good. So who really cares? Yeah, I just imagine like a angsty teenager. It reminds me of an episode title of like Full House or something. <laughs> like DJ has problems with a boyfriend. I can never be myself when you're around. <laughs> That's what I think of. Um, what are we doing for our classic pick of the week? Oh, I know. Um, we're gonna do a Kanye song because it's Kanye season, everybody. Um, and if you can feel Mark's frown from where you're sitting, that's because he isn't a huge fan. But um, I think he will appreciate this. I song. just want Kanye to be happy. Take it down a notch, fella. I want Kanye to be happy too, and I think he is happy. Smile once in a while. He that's all has, I'm saying. He just has big opinions. All right. And this is Get Him High off his first album, The College Dropout. Enjoy. Uh-uh. Throw your motherfucking hands. Get them high. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get them high. Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands. Keep them high. And if you're losing your high, then smoke again. Keep them high. Nah, 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 nah. My flow is in the pocket like Wallace. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcohol. My freshman year, I was going through hella problems till I bit up the nerve to drop my ass up out of college. My teacher said I was a loser. I told her, why don't you kill me? I give a fuck if you feel me. I'm going to follow my heart. And if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks, you ain't got to guess who's back. You see, I'm so shy that you thought it was bashful. But this bastard's flow will bash your skull. And I will cut your girl like past the troll. And I don't usually smoke but past the troll. And I won't give you that money that you asking for. Why you think? Me and Dane cool, we assholes That's why we hear your music getting fast forward Cause we don't wanna hear that weak shit no more Throw your motherfucking hands Get them high All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man Get them high Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands Keep them high And if you're losing your high, then smoke again Keep them high Nah, nah, nah Telling me that she 3626 plus double D. You nine girls on Black Planet B when they get bubbly at NYU, but she hailed from Kansas. Right now she just lamping, chilling on campus. Sent me a picture with a feeling on Candace. Who said her favorite rapper was the late Great Francis? W-H-I-T, it's getting late, mommy. Your screen say to say tweet, so you got to call me and bring a friend for my friend. His name, Quali. You mean Talib, lyrics stick to your rib. I mean, that's my favorite CD that I play in my crib. I mean, you don't really know him. Why is you lying? You're quiet. She don't believe me. Please pick up the line. She gon' think that I'm lying. Just spit a couple of lines. Then maybe I'll be able to give a dick all the time and get a high. Yeah. I can't believe this nigga used my name for picking up dimes But never mind, I need some tracks, you tryna pull tracks out And my rhymes is finna blow, you tryna blow backs out Well okay, twisting my arm, I'll assist with the charm And yo, ain't you meet that ticket, that conference with your mom's assistant Wow, but she got the bougie behavior Always got something to say like a okay player hater Anyway, I don't usually fuck with the internet Or chicks with birth control stuck to their arm like Nicarette Fucking that much or trying to get on cigarettes And she think it's fly, she ain't met a real nigga yet I apologize if I come off a little inconsiderate I got the bubble cushion, the sister could get ahead of it Get them high like noon or the moon or 
Real rappers is hard to find, like a remote. Control rap is out of you super still got love. That's why I abuse you who are not thugs. Rock clubs like Tiger, Woods in the hood. To have my own reality show called Soul Survivor. I stole on lava, niggas and you. Use a bitch, I got one instead of thicker than you. How could I ever let your words affect me? They say hip hop is dead. I'm here to resurrect me. Marsh is too sexy to even make songs like these. That's why the raw don't know your name. Like Alicia Keys, too many featured them seeds. And producers is popular. 12,000 spins, nobody got the cop in the album. How come you the hot garbage of? The years clear, your image is looped up. Label got you souped up. Telling you you sick when you a dick with a loose nut. Video hard to watch like Medusa. Even your club record need a booster. Chimped up with a pimp cup, illiterate nigga. Read the info, red across your head. I'm Grand King like Simba. Bolder than Denver. I ain't a mad rapper, just an MC with a temper. You dancing for money like honey. I did this my way. So when the industry crashed, I survived like Kanye. Spitting through wires and fires. MC's retiring. Got your hands up. Get the motherfuckers higher than. Throw your motherfucking hands. Get them high.